we haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> we're here again. People apparently are kind of liking this a little bit. Yeah. So we're back. We're back. Are you serious? I feel like are you? Your I know, mic, right? Yeah. Your mic needs to come down. I can barely, I can barely see. There we go. There we go. Um, are you serious? Are you Episode serious? three. Yeah. Here we go. Um, I'm Jamie Arnold, chief and meteorologist. I am, and I am Andrew Dockery, morning meteorologist. We did not do that on episode one or two. People are like, who are these weather dorks um, just talking about whatever? Oh, we had someone from Iowa and Montana listen. Iowa and Montana. Yeah, I, I saw the Iowa. I didn't see Montana. Montana reached out to me on Facebook and then sent a photo of a moon as well over the Montana landscape. So I was just recently in Montana and fell in love with it, and it's kind of bumped up a couple notches for uh, future retirement opportunities. Okay. Yeah. We might have yeah. to rank those in, like, top five yeah, order here. Yeah, that would be here. fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, I will say this. Did not expect it to reach – I expected Kentucky because I'm back home. Right. Carolinas and Kentucky was all I thought. Yeah. We had Tennessee, we had Ohio, Pennsylvania, probably Texas. Lauren's followings from Texas. We had people. We're, we're blowing up. <laughs> we are blowing up. I don't know about for blowing some reason. Up. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, but you know. we we do appreciate all the views. Yes. And apparently, when you do a podcast, you're supposed to tell people to subscribe. Did not know that either. Nope. So. <laughs> <laughs> so subscribe subscribe apparently like as well okay like like the, the the thing on youtube or rate on apple or spotify no i have heard about rating rating apparently puts like your viewer profile demographic up okay. so if it's rated high 5.0 people who i guess search weather things on spotify right will be able to see us so okay. rate like subscribe i think that's it and then of course share um, and then um, we have a playlist now. You tweeted that out this morning. On I was I had to go look, and I was like, we it's, have a playlist. It's nice because everything's yeah. in order. You don't have to search through all the news and weather, which right. we appreciate if you do. Yeah. But it's nice to actually have, like, one, two, now three. Yeah. So uh, before we talk about anything with this, the L.A. tornado yesterday. Crazy. I was obsessed with it. I couldn't stop looking oh, at the video. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Insane. That's crazy, and it was the strongest one since 1983. Yeah, unbelievable, which leads to uh, one of our questions that we got. We asked for questions. I love it. And we got some. We did get some. One of those was from Eric. Yes. And Eric said, all right, watch and warning. What's the difference here? Easy peasy. It's like um, you can either like making a cake or making a taco. Yeah. Uh, A watch is flour. Eggs, sugar, milk, <laughs> some vanilla, all the ingredients are there mm-hmm. to make a cake. Yeah. Um, a warning is when you pull it out of the oven and there it is. Mm. So watch means your ingredients are there for severe weather. Yeah. Warning means it's happening or about to happen. Same thing with tacos. Tacos, that's, meat, oh. shells, cheese, and that's your watch. Assembled, there's the warning. Yes. Kind of the same way with the tornado in the atmosphere, right? Yep. Another one we got from Holly was on Twitter. This came in, I think, yesterday or two days ago. Mm-hmm atmospheric river people are hearing it and it sounds daunting it does and it's it's the latest buzzword and i'm going to knock on our community a little Mm. bit and i'm going to knock on california a little bit because if you didn't i was going to right yeah and i don't care i'm old and (laughs) let me have it whatever Uh, we're canceled after today (laughs) i'm the grumpy old man here um it's really it's california being california a Mm. little bit dramatic yeah 
Um, and it's also kind of a weather term that the media gets a hold of. That's where I was going. It's really excited. Yep. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, it was polar vortex. Yep. And then it was bomb cyclone. Mm-hmm. That was the buzzword for a good year. Bombogenesis. Mm-hmm. And now it's atmospheric river. Yeah. They're sort of, they are meteorological terms, but mm-hmm. the, uh, the media kind of gets a hold of it and it makes a really flashy headline. So basically yeah. all it is, you know, a series of storms. And it's just for California, it has been an incredible uh, winter for them yeah. as far as uh, 52 feet of snow, I think, in parts of yeah. the Sierra Nevada mountains, insane rainfall amounts, a tornado in LA yesterday. So um, it's just a series of storm systems. Sometimes they call it the Pineapple Express mm. uh, because the moisture... Um, originates from down by Hawaii and just kind of flows across uh, the Pacific, but it's nothing to be scared of. It's nothing new. It's Mm -hmm. nothing terribly unusual. This one's unusual this winter because it has been so active. As crazy as it's been in California this year, though, it's still not the top snowiest or the top wettest in California. So these happen. It's just a new buzzword. And believe it or not, atmospheric rivers have a large influence on our jet stream, which I tell people all the time, this is a balancing act in weather. Yes. If the atmospheric river is going and we are having troughs in the west, more than likely we are having ridges or an area of high pressure in the east. So before we even talk, I guess high pressure, beautiful sky. I always say high in the sky, you think of sunshine. Low it brings everything low to the ground. It's your weather makers. It's everything we enjoy. The good stuff. The good yeah. stuff. The uh, severe weather, the rain, anything you think of, the snow. Yep. Um, so just think of it. That kind of dictates these patterns and these long-range forecasts. Yeah. Kind of can look at basically stuff as simple as water vapor yeah. or an atmospheric river for ingredients. Yeah. There's our geeking river. Out. That's geeking out <laughs> and don't freak out about atmospheric river. Yeah. In Something fact, new. Like, <laughs> when I came here, you uh, you told me when I started my shift, you were like, any weather scripts we read and we take it out. And now my favorite thing to do with new producers, yes. the people who put the show, is like if they send me something like that, I'm like, oh, what's this word here mean? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. if, if they could tell it to me, keep it in. Right. But they never can. They can't. Because they don't know what bombogenesis yeah. Bombogen- or bombs like <laughs> If I have to hear bomb cyclone one more time, yeah, I just want to scream. No, I, I mean it's fun, it's exciting. We get excited about bomb cyclones. If you're using it as a headline to scare your audience, <laughs> that's not good. That's 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 giving all of us a bad name. Oh, and it is happening way too much. Yep. Anyways, uh, question of the week. We had two viewer questions, which were awesome. We do have question of the week, and I just want to ask this. This kind of gets us into the theme for this episode. Mm-hmm. When you're not working, when Jamie Arnold is not doing the forecast, where would you find him? Um, in my backyard, mm-hmm. uh, on the beach, or hopefully on a plane going somewhere. Okay. Um, I'm a homebody. Okay. Love to be at home. I just love to be at home. Um, love to be in my yard. In fact, I was thinking on the way in this morning, I look awful for this podcast i hope more people uh are listening than watching because i got up this morning had my coffee i was like yeah let me do a couple of things in the yard and then here i am yeah so um i look awful but yeah i love to love to play in the yard what's your current project in the yard right now literally everything i I had a rotten deck that i was taking out replaced it with a patio um and that has as all projects do expanded and expanded and expanded and now i'm in the middle of a total backyard renovation uh, which a two-week project is now going on month three. Mm. So we'll see how it turns out. Uh, for me, it is usually cutting grass because I very therapeutic, yeah. therapeutically – I can't say you that. You have an amazing I lawn. I enjoy. You have an amazing lawn. Fertilize yeah. regularly. <laughs> um, golfing and yep. napping. 
Napping is good. Especially on that morning shift. Good. Yeah. Especially on that morning shift. It is so good. Uh, you saw the Iowa comment. I can't remember the guy's name, but he came in and said, listen, I'm from Iowa. I know nothing about you all. I don't even think we said our name yeah, I don't, yeah. at first. So we apologize. I'm Andrew. He's Jamie. And uh, this is Are You Serious? So this is going to be an episode all about Not to make us. it about us. All about but it's us. kind of got to be all about us. <laughs> um, so I, I want to ask, first off, just some of the questions, um, just getting into it. And we talked about like what kind of got us into meteorology, yep. I think, on episode one. But just to get you up to this point, because we know you went to Charlotte. You were telling us about yep. that. Where did we go from there to get you to WMBF News? Um, all over the place, but never left the Carolinas. I was mm. really lucky. So, yeah, um, did my undergraduate studies at <laughs> University of North Carolina at Charlotte. Um, it wasn't my first pick because mm. I wanted to go to NC State, which is much more of a, a renowned school for meteorology. I'm awful at math, and I'm terrible at numbers. <laughs> that was um, one of my questions. I think I have a little bit of number dyslexia. Mm. Um kind of odd to have in this career. Um, but I did get into UNC Charlotte. They didn't have a meteorology program mm. when I was there. It was atmospheric science. Okay. So I double majored in atmospheric science and geography, got a bachelor's degree in both, was kind of ready to go after that. I was like done. Had this one professor that pushed and pushed and pushed and said, you need to go ahead and get your master's. Because this was still when I was hadn't really decided if I wanted to do broadcast or do more of the scientific side. And he said, let's go ahead and get you into your master's. So <laughs> after four and a half years of undergrad, mm -hmm. an extra semester, because again, of the math and the numbers, uh, two and a half years uh, of grad school. Did you know that I'm a published author? Uh, no. <sighs> That's a little bit much, but uh, I had to dig was this around a case through study? it. Uh, no, this was my master's thesis. Okay. That I had to write defend to it. get to get <laughs> exactly defended. And mm -hmm. let me tell you the story about my defense. First of all, my master's thesis was an empirical assessment of extreme cloud to ground lightning events in the Carolina Piedmont. Pretty impressive, right? I would stop at that yeah. at the conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it was funded by Duke Energy. Okay. And basically, what they wanted me to do was do a research study to find out. Okay, we have big days in the summer where we have storms. Some days lightning knocks out crazy amounts of power. Other days storms don't really produce a lot of lightning. Mm -hmm. We want you to figure out how we can look ahead and see which day is going to be a big lightning day. So that was basically my thesis. And it was funded, again, by Duke Energy. So you were talking about defending my thesis. This <laughs> is one of the most humiliating things that has ever happened to me in my entire life. It was time to defend my thesis. Oh no. Three weeks before Which graduation. Which is a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure, mm -hmm. a lot of pressure. Basically what you have to do is present your master's thesis to a board. And in my case, it was six professors in the Department of Atmospheric Science. We're in a conference room, big long conference table. They're lined up on each side. I'm at the head of the table, 24, 25 years old, ill-fitted suit, bad hair, nervous as I could be to defend my thesis. And it was about time to start. And I was in a rolling chair. It was a chair that had four wheels on it. And I went to pull myself up to the table to start my defense. And as that happened, I went forward, but the chair did not. The chair flipped up. I fell down on my butt onto the floor. 
the chair, not only did the chair slide out from under me as I did, it flipped over and landed on my head. So I'm defending my master's thesis <laughs> with a chair on top of my head. It was mortifying. I got up and expected to see maybe a laugh, a chuckle or a, Hey, are you okay? Face. Not a single professor mm -hmm. had a smile on their face. And I had to get through the rest of that two hours knowing what had just happened and even when it was done nobody mentioned it mm. i did a little bit of research in my senior year and i kudos to you for doing it <laughs> it's very interesting i can't do it i can't pull all the data and look yeah. at it and just and just spend all of your time and energy on one thing we did a case study of the uh, march 2nd tornado mm -hmm. and where it originated was actually right over campus in Bollingering, kentucky wow, yeah and then went and produced its damage in West Liberty. But to do and just spend just a short eight weeks, yeah, I was like, I'm good. Yeah, it was a good um, 18 months of my life <sighs> doing that. And uh, ended with me on the floor with a chair on top of my head. Mm. But somehow I got my master's degree, and uh, here I am. They pushed me to get my doctorate, and I was like, nope, I'm done. I don't done. Not going to do anymore. I'm going into television. So what made you change from master's? You were going into uh, a degree that was... <laughs> Yeah, to, uh, to hey, broadcasting. Hey, broadcasting, the easy side, the easy side. Um, I did an internship at WCNC in Charlotte, um, and I was there at the time for, if there's any Charlotte people or maybe Carolina people uh, watching, I was there when Ray Boylan was at WCNC. He had been at WSOC in Charlotte, um, legendary meteorologist who had been a hurricane hunter, Mm -hmm. um, a Navy veteran, just one of the most genuine, nicest guys and smartest men uh, as far as meteorology goes. And he was at WCNC in Charlotte, the NBC affiliate, um, with Terry Bennett, who was a chief meteorologist. I weaseled my way into an internship there, fell in love with the TV business. Uh, Terry pushed me and pushed me and pushed That's me awesome. to get in front of the green screen. I didn't want to do it. I did it. She was like, you're, you're good at this. So... By that point, I had the bug. At the end mm -hmm. of the internship, I loved being in the TV business. I loved just the excitement of it. Um, so when the internship was over, I begged and pleaded for a job. Um, I said, I will sweep the floors at this place just to keep my foot in the door. About six months later, out of the blue, she called me up. She said, I've created a position for you. Uh, do you want to be my weather producer? Oh, that's awesome. So my first job in television was in Charlotte. I went in every day, built graphics, did all the sort of grunt work. Yeah. Um, and then a year and a half later, I got my first on-air gig in Greenville, North Carolina. Okay. At WITN. Mm. Um, fun story, my entire television career has been spent on Highway 17. So oh. this studio, WMBF News, is on Highway 17 yeah. in Myrtle Beach. If you take Highway 17 north for about five and a half hours, you run into WITN, that's which awesome. was also on Highway 17. Look at that. Yeah, that's kind of fun. You said you had the bug. I feel like I I didn't, I don't know if I ever had a bug until I got the job, mm -hmm. just because mom was kind of in the business, so I kind of understood a little bit more about it. But I wanted to make sure, like, okay, is broadcasting it, or is that all I know? I tried research. Mm -hmm. I tried National Weather Service. Loved my time at the National yeah. Weather Service in Louisville. Just not meant for it. I, yeah. I just can't yeah. I can't sit there 
for eight hours a day, and and then the shifts. The shifts. For those that don't which, know, it, they rotate like every three weeks. They do. They do. You're working a different shift every three weeks, and uh, it's kind of funny to hear you complain about shifts. Well, I know, <laughs> but, but it's like you're set. You right. know? Yeah, you're set. At least you know. What's I don't coming. know. It's crazy. But for me, it was. I was lucky to get a foot in the door at a small station. They just did cut-ins at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, for two two years while going to school, mm-hmm. so I'm knocking out 21 hours of class, 40 hours of school, yeah. no social life whatsoever, which eventually led me to graduation and, and getting out to Eastern Kentucky, the middle of nowhere. Yep. But some of the best people. Oh, the best. Some of the best people, and then of course, short from Eastern Kentucky to here, and it's just crazy when you think the bug because I feel mm-hmm. like. We all have the weather bug, yeah, no doubt about it. But for broadcasters, there's like a certain switch, yeah, that I think it's like, okay, wait, I really like this aspect of it too. It, it's so true, and I think it's the storytelling. It's the storytelling, and I think it's just the excitement. Mm. Like I still come into work, yeah. I mean, there's days where I'm grumpy and I don't want to do it, and I'm we tired. We all have those days, you know. We still get run down, <laughs> but to walk into that studio. Or right before showtime when the lights come on, I'm mm. just like, this is cool. Yeah. This is really cool. Like, we you get know? to do this? Yeah, right. We get to talk for three minutes about yeah, whatever? This is this is cool. What do you think in this, I mean, this, not trying to get controversial, but <laughs> we, we see in a business now, broadcasting, we see a lot of our counterparts actually kind of like lose the bug a little bit yeah. in broadcasting. Yeah. Where do you think we are in that stage right now? <sighs> I can see how it happens. Yeah. I can see as much as I love this business. Yeah. It can be really exhausting. Mm. It can wear you down, um, especially as time goes on, you know, because it, it, television news doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. So we've all done, you know, the Christmases and the Thanksgivings Mm -hmm. and missed important milestones doing this. Yeah. Um, And we've worked the crazy long shifts and it does. It wears on you. Especially on an active weather pattern. An, an active weather, but give us a hurricane, a crazy hurricane season. Mm. It really, it wears you down. And then it's just like any other job, too. There's just a BS sometimes <laughs> that you have to deal with. You yeah. know, the emails and the whatever and the corporate stuff. You just have to deal with it. But it does. It does. You know, I think enough people still have the bug. You know, we're not going to run out of meteorologists no. anytime soon because there's enough of us out there. But mm-hmm. I can see how it happens. For people, maybe we have some people that are actually watching this. I know I have students and you have students that mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter. Number one piece of advice you could give them based off at least what you know now. If you could go back and tell 18-year-old Jamie, hey, what would I'm you not going to go back and tell 18-year-old Jamie. Okay. I'm going to tell the 18-year-olds who are listening right now. Mm. Because they've changed a lot. They've changed a lot. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> do your job. Avoid the drama and just work hard. Yeah, you're going to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. You're, but you're going to have to work for it. Yeah, a lot of people coming in this business right now. <laughs> Who think it needs to be handed to them? Who've spent six months in the career and think they're ready to work in a top five market? Mm. And you're not. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, uh, there are people ahead of you that know a lot more than you do, have worked a lot harder than you do. Those are the people you want to latch on to. Mm-hmm. Learn from them. Work hard and do it. And, and you'll get there. You're going to get there. Yeah. But it's not going to be handed to you. Yeah. Especially if you cross my path. Because <laughs> I'm... I that's think that's my, what that's I love my about biggest, it. That's my biggest thing right now is these, well, these so young ones. you're so real, too. 
Like, if someone were to come, if I were to come to ask you advice, and you truly were like, "All right, listen," you would shoot me straight. Yeah, I, I can't. It's it's happening a lot in this in this business, and and a lot of it has to do with with money and the way the economy is right now. You know, you've got people coming out of college that are getting into top twenty five, top thirty five television yeah. markets, and I don't tend to give you a big head, but you need to slow down a little bit. Yeah, and and I'm not, you know. I want to see everybody do good. I, yeah. I'm not trying to be mean about it, but you got to earn your place. Mm-hmm. You got to earn your keep. Yeah. You got to put in the hours. Be like a sponge. That's what I was saying. Just soak, soak it, it all in. in. Soak it in. <laughs> yeah. I think the, don't expect anything to be handed to you. If you come here, I'm not handing you anything. Well, and that's the beauty of a feel like of how we operate. It's like work for what you get and yeah. then yeah. do it. I'll also say this too, and, and maybe it was my college. I don't know. I feel like it was pushed very hard top 50 market or bust yeah top 20 market or bust mm-hmm. life in myrtle beach is really nice yeah i've often been asked well why are you why don't you go somewhere else yeah. why don't you go somewhere else i don't want to no. there's something to be said and i always say this for being the big fish in the small pond mm. you know it's it's a lot less stressful than a than a big market you know mm-hmm. market size isn't everything yeah, um, it's really not. So that's awesome. kind of got way off topic. There, I know. But that was fun. That was. Fun. I, well, you could get me fired up. <laughs> you, you could get me fired up. We don't want to get canceled. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. So you went from WITN. Hmm. Spent six years at WITN. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, down there, up there on Highway 17. You were a sponge. I was a sponge, soaking it all in. <laughs> covered so many hurricanes. That area covers. Uh, the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Oh, so it beautiful. was hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. So that's where I kind of earned my hurricane stripes. Friend that I went to college with called me up and said, there's this new station being built in Myrtle Beach. Would you be interested? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Um, well, I thought about it. I was doing weekends. I did six years mm. of weekend weather at WITN. Um, and so I was brought up here for an interview to do weekends. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, it's Myrtle Beach. I grew up vacationing here. Let me try it. I didn't get the job. Somebody else got the job. I did not know that. Yeah, I did not get the job. Uh, Somebody else got it. uh, But the news director at the time said, if anything happens or if anything opens up, I'll call you. I was like, okay, I wasn't devastated. You know, whatever. Um, Three months later, news director called and said, "Uh, the guy that we offered to um, isn't coming. So we want to offer it to you. So for some reason... I still don't know what was going on in my brain. I'm glad now that it worked out. I made a lateral move. I went from doing weekends to doing weekends and zero pay raise. But I moved to Myrtle Beach. Wow. Literally zero pay raise. Um, but here I came. And uh, 16 years later, here I am. And I started here doing weekends. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't start here as chief. Um, the person who hired me was the chief at the time. We were really good friends in college. We were really good friends here. And then... He no longer was chief anymore. Mm. <laughs> and I got his job. Yeah. That's and we're not crazy. exactly friends anymore. Mm. Things happen like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's another episode. <laughs> I do want to dive in next episode next week, just to preview what it will be is like the history of WMBF. Oh yeah, boy, there's some stories to tell. Just, uh, you're gonna geek out. There's I have all kinds of questions to tell about because WMBF. We get asked all the time, where's Marla? Yeah. Yep. At least I do. Yep. And I'm sure you do. We get asked, you know, what happened to so-and-so, but mm-hmm. I'd like to just go back to the very start. We can do that. So next episode, we could do that. We can do that. Before we end this one, though, I do want to come up with like a rapid fire 
situation for some questions for okay. you. But no, I want to come back for you. I feel mm. like this has all been about me. Well, I mean, I've answered so a little bit. So you've been here how long now? Oh, four years. Four years. Four years in April. And you started on weekends here, right? We had that kinda, weird shift. Kind of. I did Sundays. I you did Sundays, Sunday right. mornings. So I was like, what was that? Sunday through Thursday. I don't even know why we were doing that. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> but then quickly, it was like you were here, what, like three months or something? And yeah, and then the, we went to weekday. You were in the morning still. I was in the mornings. And I was doing your shift, like a, a 10 right. to yeah. 6, 11 to 7. Yeah, that was strange. And Robert was doing nights. Yep. So Robert and I got to work a lot together. Right. And then I guess they made the change... They're like, listen, we can't yeah. have the chief in the morning. Yeah, so they took me off mornings. Correct. And you got on mornings. And then that's where I've been ever since. So, which I got to work with there. Jessica a little bit. Yeah. Jessica's doing well in Louisville. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like I love the weekend shift. So though. you got here, you bought a house. Bought a you, house. You've had a baby. Had a baby. I mean, well, I've signed an extension. I've said that an before. Extension. Yeah. You basically got me tied down here. Yeah, you're, yeah. So, You're stuck with us now. Honestly, though, like, if I was going to be stuck anywhere, I'm not stuck, obviously. But right. this, is, this is it. This is a good spot. Yeah. The people are great. The viewers are great. My favorite part about the business is the people. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I know that sounds cliche, and no, I don't no, mean it, it really to be is. cliche. Yeah. But, like, going to meet these people and then mm -hmm. hearing their story. We went um, and surveyed the damage of Ian. Ian, yeah. Just hearing the stories of that alone. Incredible. yeah were that's what i think makes yeah. this such an and, and you, it gets you the bug again it if you lose you, it you yeah. get it back yeah it gets you the bug again and one of the greatest things that i learned from that day it was a day after in i know we were both just exhausted mm. from covering hurricane in yeah. but we're also both geeks and the first yeah. thing i wanted to do when the sun came up that next morning is like i gotta get out there and see the damage i want to mm -hmm. be on the beach and and we did we went out there and we walked and you and i eventually met up once we could <laughs> it was supposed to be a short was survey like, yeah, it'll be like yeah i'll go out for an hour and it was you know we were there till 4 p.m yeah 4 p.m that I will day never forget but it. it also helps us i feel like to tell the story better the next time yeah because people kind of give you their perspective of what it was like mm. and what was important to them and and that was it was a big learning experience well so and then those that. people are going to always remember like oh right. yeah you came after yeah. the worst night of my life yep and you were there and actually remember the guy we talked to on the um top and he had the video yeah i saw him that night believe yeah. it or not at the coastal carolina football game yep. i was like what a small right. world yep. i always say you win viewers one handshake at a time yeah that's how you do one it. one handshake at a time and honestly too like just enjoy what viewers you have right sometimes you're so called up on yeah enjoy as long as the they're watching we're getting paid and we we get <laughs> to tell some cool stories yeah exactly uh i was told we have to wrap up okay believe it or not uh but i do want to ask a couple questions real quick okay Favorite music? 80s and retro country. Mm, retro country. Retro good. country, yeah. I like country and classic rock. Yeah. I don't do the new country, though. I can't do new country. I like some, but not like all the mainstream. And I'm talking country. old country, too. I'm talking, let's go back to Conway Twitty. Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard. Okay, yes. Big Diamond Rio fan. Ooh, like, okay. Yeah, love it. Okay. Love it. Yeah, we could yeah. talk on that. Uh, favorite movie? Uh, Ghost. Ghost? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It just sticks with me. It's, it's I'm, I'm not a person who goes and watches a movie over and over, but if I ever see Ghost, I'll, I'll stick around and watch it. I don't even know if I have a favorite movie. 
Yeah. I mean, The Dark Knight was cool. Sandlot, baseball fan. I, I just don't. Never seen any of them. I don't, I don't think I've been to a movie in 10 years. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, because I just wanted to do three, favorite cocktail? Cosmo. I am single-handedly bringing the Cosmo back. Mm. I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying. Your favorite place. Okay, you can't. One of your favorite places, because I don't want to get you in trouble, to have a Cosmo. One of my favorite places. Um, the absolute best Cosmo in town. And maybe we should do a podcast there at one time okay. with a drink. Uh, Lombardo's. Okay. It's the best. Yeah. Love that place. Uh, but there's a couple of good spots in town for a good Cosmo. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. am an old-fashioned person. Yeah. So, See, I can't, look. look <laughs> when the screen goes black, they're like, okay, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> they're telling you. They're telling us. They're done. They're done. All right. It. So, that, that will do it for this episode <laughs> of Are You Serious? Are You Serious? A weather conversation between you and us. We will be back next week with a history of WNBF news. And some good juicy stories. Ooh, can't wait. Yeah. Oh, that's funny.